0: I'm glad y'all didn't know that Paul was going to be away, so I'm glad y'all are here, um, but let me, let me pray. Father, thank you for a gorgeous and glorious weekend, for this beautiful weather. Uh, we, we thank you, of course, for the gift of all our days, whether the weather's gorgeous or not. We thank you as well, Lord, that you called us together this morning, that you've gathered us as a community of faith, that in your great love and mercy you've sought us. And the gift of your Son, who is our Savior, Jesus Christ. Pray, Lord, that as we're gathered now, um, that genuinely, not, not my words, but your word would go forth, because you're the one that we need to hear from. You alone um, have the keys to life and salvation. And so, Lord, um, speak through that which we share this day, uh, and ultimately fill us with the hope, the power, the joy. Uh, All the gifts made available in the gift of Jesus, your son. And I ask this now in his name, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. (coughs) Well, this is the kind of not the this is just sort of the last of our gatherings. We had sort of set aside sort of I don't want to be distant. I keep getting closer. I keep moving. I get a little closer to y'all. But anyway, this kind of last of this. We'll, you know, we'll continue some more in the future. I'll do some more. Paul and I will do some more. Some other people on Staff from the congregation will do some more. So, you know, as I mentioned to you last time, you know, feel free to email us. If there are different particular topics that you'd like for us to to touch on, then, um, you know, we'd we'd love to do that. That'd be a a lot of fun, whatever those things might be, kind of in the whole Truth in Life series as we try to um, share the good news in the uh, the way that it shapes and fashions our lives, the way that it fills us, the way that it gives us hope. And as we've gathered for the last time, I have um, uh, I've got one more one more clip. We'll watch in just a in just a second. Um, and um, yeah, this one's just far less edgy. Um, uh, so anyway, um, one more clip. And it's funny, as I thought about, it, I thought, gosh, if I could, um, you know, as, as we're wrapping up, it's kind of one of those things. Typically, um, I always say, well, you know what? What if what if what if one what if we hoped to communicate? Um, and, and two, what have we communicated? because you know sometimes what I hope to do and what i do are, are are two different things and as as we go forth here if if I could say um, one thing that I want for you all to have one thing for you all to know, what would that be and it's, and it 's kind of uh, interesting because the the verse that came to mind was actually one that Frank quoted this morning. Um, we actually didn 't work that out together. It was just interesting one that he quoted this morning, and it is um, John twenty thirty and thirty one you know again we've been talking about truth in life, trying to take um, the, the theology, the abiding truths that are given, through us, given to us by God, that are given to us through the scriptures, and to see perhaps not only how they interact with our lives but also how they really have a, a positive bearing um, on our lives, how they give us a stability um, for our lives, how they fill us with the joy, how they fill us with the freedom, how they give us a hope that circumstance doesn't take away, and, and something that's sort of uh, abiding and bigger um, to, to guide and direct us when things are going fabulous and when things are, you know, things are grueling um, and, and all in between. So, if, you know, if there was a verse, what would it be? And it's uh, John 20, 30 and 31. And this is, uh, I love it when John says, look, here's what I've been trying to tell you um, all along. He said, Jesus did many other miraculous signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book, but these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in His name. so the you know if, if I could you know wish one thing to take away uh, from this is is what Frank was talking about this morning, the the certainty and the security of knowing uh, the God who loves us and the God who sought us in the gift of his Son Jesus, uh, and that and that through him through through faith in him and his sufficiency and not our own, that we can have life uh, in his name. So that great gift, as I say, um, if you forget Bee Rabbit um, and every, everybody else we've touched upon here um, during our time, I hope and I pray that you'll, uh, that you'll remember that. Uh, if this works for us now, um, I have a clip from Dan in Real Life. Have any of y'all ever seen that movie? Um, uh, oh shoot, What's help me, what's his name? Steve Carell, thanks, exactly, yeah. Steve, Steve Carell, um, uh, Dan and Dan in real life. Uh, good, looks like we're working here. Hallelujah. Okay. But I'll, uh, I'll give you sort of a little background and then I'll, I'll share the clip and then I'll follow up a little bit more after it. But um, for those of you who haven't seen uh, there we go, yeah for those of you who haven't seen i'll give you a little uh a little background here he is um steve carell uh he he, he writes a column uh and it's basically his column he, he writes all about his uh he writes all about his family and uh this uh oh shoot um so anyway in his column he writes all about his well i'm trying to get it so it won't be blue y'all um yeah, you have to just sort of, okay, now I'll just sort of sit here for a minute. Um, yeah, exactly. We'll kind of, we'll take turns. Sandy, you go in a minute, and then we'll go, we'll all sort of, we'll all work it out here. So anyway, and, and hopefully I haven't been, you know, hopefully I'm not grinding this point um, too much. But, all right, so here's here's the basic deal. He is a, uh, and we'll see if we can set something up underneath it exactly. Not, not that you don't want to do that the whole time. So he's... Um, you know he writes this advice column but but like uh or just sort of a reflection column, but like any of us he he uh, he preaches better than he practices uh and so here's everything basically has 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 fallen apart uh and before the movie ever began his he's widowed, his beloved wife has died and it's and it's he and his three girls and um this is sort of toward the end now uh, as everything is coming unraveled um and in the process. It is often in that time in our lives when basically everything comes unraveled that the power of God really begins to work in our lives uh, and the the great things happen. So, um, see if we can get our. As we're working it out here, as we're trying to work out this uh, volume as well. Yeah, that's what they did last week in that work. Did they do it last week? Yeah, oh, they moved it to the airphone. Put it in the airphone thing. Awesome. You guys are great. There you go. Okay, so yeah, here's uh so it turns out he's uh <laughs> He has uh, fallen in love with his brother's girlfriend. So, you know, that, that sometimes brings some tension. Um, sometimes <laughs> things can get a little awkward um, after that. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, think of the devil. Oh. Hi. Hi. Cindy Ransom, editor of Social Features, Hanson. Hi, Jim Lanson Publisher. Nice to meet you. We've been sitting here chatting with your yeah. family. Hi. We've especially enjoyed the pleasure of meeting your lovely daughters. Oh. Thanks. Not only are you, are you a murderer of love, but you're the worst parent ever. And <laughs> you probably know we have met with two other kids. This is the brother that's just figured out that uh, he's in love with his girlfriend. Uh, girls, you can leave. Like. Oh, if it's, if it's all right. Perhaps they should stay. you would like to keep the family involved. That's why we're so drawn to it and what you represent in your column, your moral values. And the personal characteristics that are reflected in your in your writing, I think it's very impressive. Honesty, trust me, And we have great plans for you, Dad. What we try to do is what you keep telling your readers to do Put family first. <laughs> OK, OK, here's the thing. Somebody hasn't been reading his own column. i not sure. Liar and a hypocrite. Cheating with your brother's girlfriend? Oh, and how long did you know her? Two moving violations and a collision? Was that part of the plan? Where's the all, you lost She's been wanting to show you something she made for you. That you never should i It matter just stay focused on being there. Well, I should I Go honey, you've made some mistakes. So. Which, which I I am so okay, his brothers clearly moved on <laughs> um, so you. <laughs> Now, Mom, I miss you, Mom. All the time. I always will. Mom's good, Mom. Oh, I, mean, I see you every day. I see her you in your greatness, Jane, and your passion. Lily, look at her eyes, and her smile. So here is what I've I'm grounding myself I'm sticking with you. I am going to be with you. You're with us every day. See, I got a little confused with Marie, but that is over. Okay? I kind of lost my head. I kind of looked stupid. Because I love her. That's not... I don't love her. And That's not what I meant. I mean, how could I love her? I know. Three days. How can you know in three days? I don't know. Yes, I do. I love her. We so prefer her to you. His daughter's 17 he'd never let her drive but he's when he ran into the policeman he took his license away so now <laughs> Dear readers, for most of you, this is my first column in your paper. In the future, I will be answering your questions, but today I'm to break from my usual format and talk to you about the subject of plans. Not so much my plan for this column, more like life plans, how we all make them, and how we hope that our kids make good, smart, safe plans of their own. But if we're really honest with ourselves, most of the time, our plans don't work out as we'd hoped. So instead of asking our young people, what are your plans? What do you plan to do with your life? Maybe we should tell them this. pardon me. What's the name of the movie? Uh, Dan in Real Life. Um, Yeah, it's a great. I recommend y'all. It's a it's a great, it's a great flick. It's kind of you know it's funny, and then that's you know that one's kind of a that one's kind of a that one's kind of a a tear jerker there as well. Love it. Um, Great. Thank you, Susan. Great, (laughs) great, great movie. Um, But anyway, I share I share that clip with you um, just because again uh, we're we're going to talk about some different stuff today, but one of the things uh, again. want you to know. The great story, um Martin Luther's some church members come to him and say, basically, you know, it's the same thing every Sunday. You know, always the gospel, always the gospel. We're we're ready for something else. When are you going to give us something else? Um and he looks at him and he says, Well I'll tell you what, when you show up looking like a people that believe it, um then I'll then I'll, <laughs> then, I'll, then, I'll then I'll preach to you. if you show up looking like you actually believe the good news. I I share that clip with you because he's trying to hold it all together um, and he's trying to do it just so, and everything has just absolutely uh, imploded uh, and and fallen apart, fallen apart for him. Uh, and yet there's this there's this love and grace um, that's that's given to him by his parents, by um, by his daughters. And of course they go and they uh, and and they seek the girl, um, and and there she is. And, and I share all that with you because the message of the gospel is that God sees us, um, and. And, and all of our mess and all of our uh, phoniness and all of our strengths and gifts and wonderful things and all of our shortcomings, uh, and he pursues us. Uh, I mean, that is the message of the gospel. In Jesus Christ, God um, pursues us, uh, lays down his life that we might have life. And and to our shock, you know, he says, I love you, um, I, love her, I love you, I love you, I love you. Um, I love you. That's, that's the profound message of the gospel, um, is that you and I are people who don't um, deserve this love and this grace and this mercy, but yet we have a God that pursues us um, and, and that loves us and that wants to be with us. And so, as I say, uh, the truth in life as far as our, our foundation, what shapes us first and foremost is just that recognition right there. Uh, and quite frankly, once that begins to take a hold of us, uh, it, it bears amazing fruit in our lives. You know, we we, we never get there. We never have it um, all together. We we never sort of test out of challenges and tribulations and temptations and trials. But yet, with the knowledge of a God who loves and seeks us. And also, an important part in the, in the whole clip I showed you was repentance. Um, this come and say, you know what? Boy, I've really messed up. Uh, you know, I did this, and his dad said, Oh, well, that's not all. Um, there's a, yeah, that's it. No, you know, and I love his mom. It hasn't been your best day. Thanks, thanks, Mom. But, you know, with, with, with that repentance, um, there's this, as I say, there's this love and this grace, and there's this, there's this new life suddenly that he experiences. And so that, there's the message of the gospel given to you and to me. John, that you may know that Jesus is the Christ, and that by believing you may have life, um, in his name, One, what I hope that we'll walk away from uh, from this from this class if we walk away with nothing else. so with that said, i want to want to transition a little bit um, and also share another scripture that's um, that's been on my mind some recently and um, goes along with that which we 're talking about um, as well and it's and it 's romans twelve and i've I'm tempted. It's kind of long. Well, it's not long, but I mean, I'm tempted just to go ahead and read the entire uh, the entire chapter with to you in just a moment. But but first, has have any of y'all ever heard of the solas of the Reformation? Um, it's kind of a nerdy term. I, you know, y'all probably aren't talking about the solas of the Reformation. Um, um, very often Sandy and I um often during the week um you know, we'll 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 chat about um the solos of the Reformation and so say, you know, I really sola Deo Gloria really is my favorite. And I say, ah no, but sola fide um is, is really what the solos of the Reformation are, are are this. Obviously with the Reformation you had um well uh, you had yes, corruption in the church, um and of course the reality is because of sinful human nature you always have corruption in the church and because there's corruption in our hearts. So, I mean, you know, take any organization. Yeah, it's just like when people say, I don't want to go to church. Church is full of a bunch of hypocrites. And I'm just thinking, well, um, tell me where you're going where you're not running into hypocrites. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, quite frankly, sitting in the room by ourself um, and we're having to engage hypocrites. Um, so, I mean, it's just, it, you know, you just, don't, you, just don't get, you just don't get away from it. But the solace of the Reformation, uh, part of what that is is saying, look, what is, what is the heart of the gospel that's given to us, and, and what is the power of that for our lives, and, and sola means uh, only, um, and so the, the solas, or uh, not only means alone, um, sola means alone, so it's um, scripture alone, Christ alone, grace alone, faith alone, glory to God um, alone, those are, the, um, those are the solas of the Reformation, basically saying, you know what, God, what we need to know, what we need to know for salvation, what we need to know for life, is made available to us in the Bible. Uh, made available to us um, in the scriptures. We don't need uh, all these other. We don't need works to obtain salvation. We don't need all these different mediators. God Himself seeks us uh, in Jesus. God Himself provides all those things for us. And and I say it sounds you know kind of nerdy, the soulless, but actually there's there's and, and having what Frank was talking about in his sermon today, and having the certainty um, of of a God who loves us, having a certainty of um, salvation, have a certainty of that gift. Um, really has an impact on our daily life. Really frees us uh, in an amazing way. Really stabilizes us um, in an amazing way. And so, the what I'd like to talk about today um, is is glory um, to God alone, uh, and how that can bring hope um, to our lives. How that can bring um, freedom to our lives. The knowledge that we're loved by God and sought by God. The knowledge that um, He seeks us. Uh, and the knowledge. One, that we're people in need of salvation. That's part of the soul is to say, you know, we're not inherently okay. Um, human nature isn't basically inherently okay. We just need to get a little better um, or try a little harder or quit doing this. Um, you know, stop it. You just, you know, fill in the blank. Just just stop it. No, we're, we're people that are bound. We're people that are in need of salvation. And in Jesus, God has done just that. Uh, and by his grace and his mercy, through his blood, we're washed, we're cleansed, we're, we're forgiven, we're restored. But glory to God alone uh, is is obviously the part of that is uh, I think for us in human nature, um, one of the keys to our freedom is when we quit seeking our glory uh, and and focus more on God's glory. And and as I say that, um, when I say I don't mean you know we just suddenly check out and just don't try because I mean the reality is it's in all of us. You know I didn't wake up this morning and say you know I really hope my class flops. Um, I really hope people walk away and say you know what. Boy, Craig's a train wreck, but God's great. Um, you know, uh, you know. Of course, I, you know, human nature—you want glory. You just want to say, God, you know, that that guy, that gal. Boy, she's—they're—they're really—they're really something. However, when we begin to let go of that um, and and seek first and foremost um, God's glory, when we when we dwell on that, it actually opens us up. Not only to be more effective, but to be more free in trying things. Because why? Because it's ultimately God's glory that matters, and not my own. So I don't, I don't have to be as anxious about um, people's approval. I don't have to be as anxious about um, how I'm doing and am I doing. well. it actually frees us up to be more effective uh, when you're when you you know quit worrying all the time about I've got to glorify myself. Uh, when we focus more uh, on God's glory, it frees us. This verse in Romans. Uh Paul has gone on, he's been talking about just the amazing gifts of God, his wisdom and his grace and his love and his mercy and all these amazing things that have been shared with us. And then he says, therefore, uh, as a result of all that he's been telling the people about God and his character and his character and relationship with us, therefore I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. And then 12.2, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Do not be conformed any longer to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, uh, and perfect will. What do I mean um, by that? Be transformed by the renewing um, of your mind. And, And that is, quite frankly, that... The the renewing of our mind is the the recognition of the truth of God, Uh, and the recognition of the truth of God begins to give us a freedom um, in our lives. Let me tell you sort of a couple of stories about a a friend of mine and the way that this uh, has played out in his life. One of my buddies, um, Peter, is uh, he's an amazing. He's an he and his wife are are amazing, faithful people. In many ways, um, they're a total train wreck. They're they're very bright and very creative. Um, but on a day-to-day level, um, they, they kind of have a certain amount of chaos. Um, I, you know, just as really bright, creative, engaging um, people. Um, I'm married to a very bright, engaging, creative person. Um, and so it's, it makes life interesting. Um, and so Peter and Amy are both that way. And they were moving uh, from Charleston back to the Shenandoah Valley, um, where they were both from. And uh, Peter and Amy, being Peter and Amy... They um, they put off their packing till the end, um, and they have four kids. They for 16 years they weren't able to have children. You know they tried every you know every option uh, available to them fertility wise, and, um, uh, and and they one of the big things for for, for, for both of them um, they were real specific about human life beginning at conception. So they only fertilized a very sort of small number of, of, of embryos, and so you know that was going to work was it not going to work anyway. 16 years. Then they had two sets of twins, two years apart. So all of a sudden, you know, imagine 16 years, no kids. And, you know, again, you're kind of very bright, creative, engaging people, but not particularly organized. And then all of a sudden, bam, um, four-year-old twins and two-year-old twins. And so they've kind of left packing um, till the night before. They're gonna get it all together. Well, well, Amy had also, along the way, she thought it'd be a great idea. Why don't we get an Airstream trailer? Um, so they had gotten an Airstream trailer. So they're pulling away in their Suburban, Peter and Amy, um, Peter's mother-in-law, Amy's mom, the the four kids, four-year-old twins, two-year-old twins, and the airstream um, on the back of the uh, suburban. And you know, because they weren't particularly organized and planned it, they they just ended up just throwing a bunch of stuff in the, in the airstream. You know, just stuff. You know, well we'll sort it out when we get up there. Just piling it in the airstream. And so they hadn't slept all night. They're pulling out so early in the morning, and they're and they're pulling out, and Amy's. And Amy's driving, and as Amy is driving, uh, the, uh, and, and going out of Charleston 26, it's two-lane highway, and it's basically, other than these back, it's the only way in and out, um, 26. And so two lanes in, two lanes out. They're going, heading north on 26. And as they are, the trailer, the big old, and of course they didn't get a little one, they got a big one. The big Airstream trailer starts to swerve. And so Peter from, is in the back of the kids, and he's like, you need to speed up. And, of course, every time he's telling her, speed up, you need to speed up, she's hitting the brakes. Uh, because what you do is you actually accelerate. Not crazy, but you accelerate. And by accelerating, that actually, that actually, when y'all are pulling your airstream, now you know. <laughs> so, anyway, for the future, you just, that's what you do is you accelerate. You don't hit the brakes because when you hit the brakes, it makes it worse. Well, of course, you know, typical, the more he's telling her to accelerate, the more she's hitting the brakes. Um, and each time she's hitting the brakes, um, this thing starts to work. Well, their car goes over. And not only so, Peter, Amy, mother-in-law, the four kids, the suburban, the airstream, flips 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 over. Uh, and not only um, does it flip, does the car flip over, but of course the airstream um, flips over as well. And, and Peter said, you know, they're all hanging there in their in their seatbelts. And he and he said, you know, a number of different things were going through his mind. He said, the first thing is like in the movies, like. How long until the car blows up? You know, is it, is it immediate or is it like, is it 10 seconds? Or, you know, how soon until the car blows up? Or, you know, are, are the cars now all going to run into us? So, as only Peter, they backed up traffic for hours. I mean, you know, the only two lanes going out of Charleston, their Suburban and their Airstream was stretched across. And, and Peter said, the next thing is, the windows, of course, smash um, when they when they flip over. And he said, he said, I'm handing my kids out to these strangers, you know, who are, who've come up and, and the kids, and they all get over um, to the side of the road. And amazingly, he said, the only thing Amy uh, had a couple stitches um, in her elbow. That was that was it. Just just a couple of stitches in her elbow, and uh, and there, there you go. Everybody else was was fine. You know, just a little shaken up, but, but otherwise fine. And Peter said he's sitting, and can you imagine? I mean, he's sitting on the side of the highway, and he's, I'm just thinking, he's just like, oh, you know, dear Lord, he's sitting on the side of the highway. He said, he said, Craig, as I'm sitting on the side of the highway, it was as if I heard God audibly say, you t- can't take care of yourself, um, but, but I can. Uh, and it was just kind of a wonderful... Even in, the, even in the midst of that, a, a wonderful word of, of encouragement. You know, you can't, first of all, the reality, you know, we think we can take care of ourselves and, and you know, periodically these things happen to say, mm-mm, you, 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 you really, you may think you're in control, you may think you've got it together, no, you're, you're not. But that, that word given to them, you can't, um, you can't take care of yourself, um, but, but God can, um, so that's just the start. All right, so that's, that's, that's just, that's just the start of all this. So, you know, they, they get all that cleaned up, sort of, they spend a few days, a couple of days in um, Orangeburg, South Carolina, not the vacation destination you're looking for, but they had, you know, while the car is getting repaired and they're sorting out this, that, and the other, and kind of patching things together as they, before they continue um, on their way up. Well, when they move, they, you know, real estate markets up and down, all that kind of good stuff. Couldn't sell, couldn't sell their home, um, and so then he gets word that. Um, and, I, and I'm sharing all this with you, because one of the amazing things about Peter is he's a man of tremendous faith, and he's a man also that just will tell you any and all of this himself. In fact, so there's no, you know, he's not. A, he's like, hey, you want to know? I'll tell you all about it. Um, so there, they move up, and the next thing they they couldn't sell their house. Well, amazingly, wonderfully. Um, there was someone from the church they knew that was going to rent the house from them. So, all right, that's one little piece. Thank you. Um, that's fallen into place. Next, and they know they get word that the house has termites. Um, and so, it's like, seriously, yeah, the house—the house has termites. And he's—and we're talking about this, and he's telling me, and he's telling me all about this. And and uh, he said, you know, he said, Craig. He said, I'm not. He said, one, I don't know that I can get another loan. He said, I just, I really honestly think um, no matter who I talk to, there's, there's no way for me to get another loan. He said, you know, he said, also, if I get a loan, there's no way I can service the debt. He's like, I can't, I, I can't, I don't know what's going to happen, but I just, I, I can't possibly, um, I can't possibly take out another loan. And he said, he, as you might imagine, wrestle with all the emotions that any of us might wrestle with. I mean, he's despondent over the whole over the whole um situation there's you know also for us even though we know better there's the feelings of worth you know it's like gosh you know uh, i i don't have it together for my family i can't you know i don't have the money to pay for this i've gotten us into this mess just all the you know what all of just the the whole thing you wrestle about is your sense of your sense of worth and your ability to provide and i'm a failure and you know all that kind of just wrestling with all of those emotions as well and then he said, he said, you know. So anyway, as you might imagine, just as any of us would have, just the a, a, a pity party. And I'm like, well, you, you've earned it, you know, buddy. I mean, you know, I I get it. But then he said, he said, you know, then, he said. Then I started to pray. Um, and he said, you know, after kind of the initial pity party. He said, then I really started to pray. And He said, when I started to pray, I got a real sense, uh, I got a real sense of of peace. But even before he said all that, I, one thing I wanted, I meant to mention, I forgot to mention, as he's. As he's telling me all of this, um, everything that's happening, says, you know, but but Jesus is Lord, um, and he wasn't being he wasn't being cute. I mean, he was just saying, you know what, everything everything is falling apart. But he, I mean, that was a real glory to God alone. It was, you know, but you know what, but but Jesus is Lord, um, and and again, the faith affecting life. It didn't, you know, it didn't suddenly fill his bank account, um, but but it was just like, you know what, yeah, that's really the the perspective that we have. With those abiding truths of God that that strengthen us uh, and get us through life and and that make our final word one of hope regardless of the circumstance. mean, he had every reason to be down and out he said but he was genuinely sincere and drove say yeah you know but Craig Jesus is Lord Um, so yeah I I don't know how this is gonna I don't know how this is gonna turn out but but Jesus is Lord and so I'm and so I'm okay and then he we say he went on to pray about this. and he said when he began to pray, he got a real sense of peace. And then he, and then he said this, and I thought this was so wise um, and so true. He said as he began to pray, what, what he heard from God is, is this. Um, God telling him, I'm going to give you the next step. Uh, and, and I think that's important because I don't know about Shaul, but, but what Peter wanted to know and what I want to know is how is it going to turn out. Um, you know, came okay, in this situation, um, but how is it gonna? Whether it's my situation, whether it's Paula's situation, whether it's my kids' um, situation, where it's my parents' um, situation, or anybody that I that I love and I'm engaged with, how's it? I want to know how it's going to turn out. Um, and, and he wanted to know how it's going to turn out. But but the the clear sense that God gave him in his prayers was, you know what? I'm going to give you the next step. Um, and 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 he did. And and it was pretty simple really i mean the next step was first and foremost just going and talking to the bank and saying yeah here's here's the deal um would y'all like to work with me <laughs> or you know you can you can do whatever you want here but uh, you know would y'all like to work with me and actually they they did they're like you know what hey this 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 happens maybe not all of this to people but you know this particular type of thing um happens here and so they began the process of of uh, just sort of you know Working things out little by little, day um, day by day, and obviously it's a process. It's it's you know played out um, played out over years. You know his concern going on as well. He was going to lose everything. You know it, any investment and in whatever um, had in the home, et cetera. But but that wonderful sense of God saying, you know what? I, I glory to God alone. I'm in control. Um, Jesus is Lord. Um, we're not when when things are working out. Wonderful Jesus is Lord, when things aren't working out the way we want them to um, Jesus is Lord God is in his God is not only in his heaven but God has also come forth in the world in Jesus' Son to pursue us to assure us of his love. He's also promised promised us that when he returned to the Father that he wouldn't leave us as orphans, but that he'd send us the Holy Spirit um, to be our advocate, which is to say um, the one who intercedes with God on our behalf to be um, our strength to be um, our sufficiency, um, that wonderful thing which he experienced personally, glory, um, glory to God um, we don't have to be worried about ourselves, we don't have to be worried about um, promoting ourselves we don't have to be worried about um, having everything all together. as I say, it really frees us to live. Um, it really frees us to do stuff. it really frees us to pursue stuff maybe it'll work out, maybe it won't, but i'm but I'm free because. Jesus is Lord, and I'm not. Um, God ultimately is the one um, who deserves the glory, um, and I don't. Let me um, let me go on um, and just read just a little bit more um, as Paul shares a little bit more in Romans 12 here. Uh, as I say, be be, uh, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. With with the knowledge of these things, then we can really begin. Then we can really begin to live. Um, we can really. Quit worrying quite so much, um, and and uh, you know that the knowledge then begins to work um, on our hearts um, and on our lives. And also, it's important that we have the knowledge of this in our minds because emotionally, sometimes you feel it really strongly and sometimes you don't. And that's why it's important to have those abiding truths in your mind uh, as well as in your heart, um, because you know sometimes, boy, I just boy I'm perky and faithful and, and fabulous, and other times. It's really not there emotionally, uh, and I, but I'm going on the truth of what I know when the emotion uh, when the emotion is not is, is not present. Um, I have three kids <coughs> that I really love. Sometimes um, emotionally, uh, sometimes I love them cognitively. It's like you know what? Uh, yeah. I know that I love you, but I don't particularly feel it um, at the particular moment. And, and y'all may, and kids, y'all may feel the same. <laughs> so as I say, that's why be transformed by the renewing of your mind. These these abiding truths of, of, of who God is in relationship with you and with me. Um, so I just want to, because it's such a great Romans 12, um, just to just to read it to you, uh, and just let you absorb it. So he says, and I'll start, I'll go back to two. Uh, Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith God has given you. Just as each of us has one body with many members, And these members do not all have the same function. So in Christ, we who are many form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts, according to the grace given us. If a man's gift is prophesying, let him use it in proportion to his faith. If it is serving, let him serve. If it's teaching, let him teach. If it's encouraging, let him encourage. If it's contributing to the needs of others, uh, let him give generously. If it is leadership, let him govern Diligently. If it is showing mercy, let him do it cheerfully. You know, glory, glory to God alone. We've we've all been given given different gifts. Um, together, those gifts make up the whole. Uh, it's it's in doing that that glorifying Him that we experience freedom. Not trying not trying to be something that we're not. Um, rejoicing in, in how He's designed us. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor, serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with God's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everybody. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my friends, but leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, it is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil um, with good. Uh, we, uh, I pray we hear the message of a God who seeks and loves us um, and then the knowledge of that and desiring His glory um, rather um, than our own, just rejoicing in that gift which is given to us. We're, we're, we're free. Um, we're, we're filled. Um, his, his life is made available to us. Well, um, Joe has left the building. Let us pray. It's time. <laughs> uh, Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for this time. Uh, Continually, Lord, fill us with your abiding truth that it might um, transform our minds and fill our hearts and fill our lives. uh, The knowledge of you. Uh, And this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.